This is the American Truck Driver Podcast, episode 25. So I was thinking about something this morning, you know, just because you can do something doesn't necessarily mean that you should. I just uh, delivered a load uh, yesterday that paid $10 a mile. And it's funny what that experience does for you uh, on a psychological level. Getting paid 25% of the line haul, I made five hundred and eighty eight dollars you know in in essentially in 24 hours uh the actual work that i put into it was about six hours now obviously a load like this is not normal in in any market uh but they but they do come along and that load is the first load of my um pay week you know my, my cutoff is Tuesday morning, so anything I get scanned in on Tuesday morning, I get paid for on Friday. So this load, picking up Tuesday, delivering Wednesday, is the first load going on my paycheck for next week. So, you know, to do $588 in the first day um, makes the rest of the day or rest of the week a lot easier. Um, so it changed my attitude looking for the next load. There, there was one load that popped up. It was posted by a bunch of different agents. It was $2,800. Wasn't, it wasn't a bad load by any means. It was, you know, $3.50 or $0.80 a mile. And uh, so I called on it. And uh, I had the hours to run it. And uh, the guy was like, oh, well, yeah, this has got five drops. And I said, well, let me stop you right there. If you're not going to post it right, I'm not going to haul it. You know, because all that information should have been there on the load posting. So I hung up. I ended up finding a load that paid fifteen hundred bucks for less than five hundred miles. So it's over three dollars a mile, um, four hundred and some miles, Ohio to North Carolina. And my daily goal is about fifteen hundred dollars. If I do fifteen hundred dollars, and I do five loads. Um, then I'm going to have a great paycheck. The truck's going to make plenty of money. And, you know, in this market, the way it is right now, as I'm speaking in August of 2018, the market's on fire. Rates are great. It's not hard. It's not difficult at all to do $3 a mile uh, and $1,500 a day. And... uh you know, I don't even, I don't even look for loads that pay less than three dollars a mile right now. You know, back in the first quarter of 2017, when I was the the last quarter that I operated my truck, um, I started looking at about 275, 
and then I would, you know, if there wasn't anything showing up, I would, I would start dropping my rate. But I was still, that's when I started doing daily revenue versus just rate per mile. I, I knew that, you know, it didn't matter how much a load paid. If I couldn't get $1,200 in a day, it wasn't worth my time. You know, uh, I, I'm sure there's probably going to be some situations where I might be able to do a short $300 mile $900 load. Uh, which is great, 900 bucks to the, you know, for the truck in five hours. Uh, but there's so much lost time there that I'm, I'm essentially $300 in the hole at that point. So I started back then. I started looking for 1250 a day. So if a load took two days, it needed to pay 2500. If it was one day, it needed to pay 1250. And if I did that, five loads. Um, then the truck would make enough money and I would make enough money and, and everybody, you know, every, we could go on, uh, to the next week. And even if I had to run 3000 or 3,500 miles for that, the rate per mile didn't look all that pretty, but it was, you know, it, if I could have, if I could have employed that pro protocol, uh, from the beginning, I would have been a lot more successful as an owner operator. So here's where I'm getting to the point of just because you can doesn't mean you should. I, this load that I'm picking up today is 43,600 pounds. And I have the option available to me to only haul loads that weigh less than 30,000 pounds. You know, that with the Landstar system, and it's 90% accurate. Um, I can say, well, you know what? I'm, I'm just not hauling for, I'm not hauling more than 30,000 pounds and you are well within your rights to do that. Uh, I can't say that you're wrong for doing that, but I'm also looking at it from a perspective. If I'm going to be away from home, I'm going to be in a truck. I'm going to put that truck to work. And if I have to haul the legal limit of 80,000 pounds, I'll do so. You know, we've spent a lot of money on these trucks uh, to get good fuel mileage out of them when they're heavy. This one's still got a little ways to go. We've still got a few more things to do to it, but at its optimum, this truck should still get six and a half, seven miles to the gallon, fully loaded driving across hills. Right now we're still down in the low fives because we've got more, we've got a few more modifications we've got to do. One of the blessings and the curses of being at Landstar, and I'm sure there's probably some of this when you have your own authority, is you have the ability to say no. No, I'm not going to haul that. It's too heavy. It's too far. It goes to a place I don't like. Uh, it, uh, you know, it's a product I don't like. It, you know, you have all of those options available to you. When you're a company driver, they point you in a direction and it doesn't matter if it's heavy or light or if it's going somewhere you don't like you don't have a choice you have to go pull the load well when you're an owner operator it's 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 a it's a great feeling of freedom that you have when you can say no i'm not going to do that no i'm not going to go there uh but it can get you in trouble because you can potentially leave a lot of money on the table 
And that is what I don't think is wise. Now, my personal goal has always been, I just screwed it up uh, and, and couldn't get there, it's, but it's still my goal, is to put myself in a financial position to where I don't have to run the truck that way. And that's fine. That should be our goal. You know, if we can, uh, you know, get our trucks paid for and our houses paid for and our cars paid for and we've got a good financial foundation under us, which is, which is easy to do if you hustle in the beginning, you go out and you make every dime that you can find out here on the road and you run really, really hard for about five years, you could achieve that. You could pay off a truck, you could pay off a house, you could pay off your cars, you could be totally debt free. Well, at that point, your overhead is so low and you could live on forty or $50,000 a year. Well, hey, if you're a decent owner operator and you've taken care of your equipment you know, a guy could go out and run six months and make forty grand. Well, now you're in a position to where you don't have to work. You really can say, well, no, that 30,000 pounds, that's my limit. What we have to watch out for is when we're still servicing debt, we're, we're paying truck payments and, and we're trying to get our financial foundation built under us. Well, you know, and that's a lot of us. That's probably most of us. Um... I was, you know, I was fortunate to make it to the end and pay off my truck, and it was a very proud feeling that I had when I paid that last payment, and they sent me that title, and that was my truck. The problem was, about a year later, the truck was broke, and I was broke, and I sold it, and it was gone. We've got to make sure that we don't get too spoiled in the beginning, uh, because you, when you become an owner operator there's a lot of cash that moves through your hands you know especially in a market like this i mean good grief um you know i'm making over ninety thousand dollars just as a driver right now you know my my average uh gross paycheck is about 1750 a week you know if i go out and run a full week I'm going to make about $1,700. And on the really fat weeks when I've done really well, you know, I've seen as much as $2,200 gross pay in one week. So you know what the truck's making over that. You know, if the truck at that point's making five, six, seven, eight thousand dollars $8,000 to the truck. Um, we just got to watch that we don't get spoiled. Just because we do have the freedom doesn't mean that we should or can exercise it at this time. So if you're listening to this, you're a new owner operator, um, you're, you've got your own authority and you've, you've figured out how to stock up revenue and you've figured out how to make money. Well, now is the time to start learning how to save that money. Um, it, you know, if it's, if you want to grow your business, you know, do it now. You know, the guy that I work for now has, is in his sixties. He's, He's been doing this for about 10 years. You know, he didn't even start driving until he's in his mid-50s. Uh, he had, you know, he had built another business and sold it and then started trucking. You know, so he, I've got 20 years yet to get where he's at. And, and he, he's already taught me more in the last four or five months that I've been driving for him than, you know, can even be measured. Um, but... We've got to keep a, the right attitude. We have to keep an attitude of service. You are out here to serve. You're not out here to be served. The brokers don't exist 
to make you happy. The shippers don't exist to make you happy. You exist to make them happy. Because the happier they are, the happier you're going to be. Uh, when I interviewed Jessica Hillier from Patricia Margaret, who is this you know new broker, uh, we talked about that. That you know truck drivers are a very important part uh, piece of the puzzle of getting freight moved. And I'm not trying to downplay our position, our role, and our importance, but we're here to serve. And so you know I'm I'm not confident in my own ability to sell. You know, to, to walk into a shipper and try to get them to take me. Um, I'm confident in my ability to serve them. I'm, I'm just not, I'm not completely convinced that I have the skill set to convince them, you know, with words that, that I can do that. Um, I know that when I'm behind the wheel and, I'm, and I've got a trailer behind me that I can get the job done. Uh, but we've got to have an attitude of service. We have to be patient. We have to be courteous. We have to be respectful. And we also have to be clever. You know, we have to know when to work, when not to work. Um, you know, you got to not be scared of the Northeast. There's nothing in the Northeast to be scared of. Um, I've been to Manhattan. I've been on Long Island. Um, you know, all you got to have is, is an ounce of patience. You know, and, and a couple, add a couple hours to your normal trip plan. It's really not all that difficult. Um because there's a lot of money to be made going up there. There's a lot. It's one of those places where, you know, you can make money coming and going. You know, I was fortunate last week. I went to Florida for over $4 a mile and came out. No deadhead. You know, I think I deadheaded 10 miles and got a $2 a mile load out of Florida. Well, that's just unheard of. You know, it's usually, you know, go to Florida for 3 $4 a mile and deadhead 600 miles out because either there's nothing or whatever's there is 80 to 80 cents to $1.25 a mile. Most of us just cannot stomach hauling a, a load for a dollar a mile. It just feels wrong. So, a lot, you know, you, you end up, you're deadhead from Miami to Atlanta or Charlotte or Savannah to try to get a load. You have to remember that the Northeast is a huge collection of states, um, you know, that, that's about the size of the Carolinas. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't have you wouldn't think twice about deadheading from, you know, uh, somewhere in, you know, on the coast of South Carolina up to Charlotte. Well, it's not much farther to deadhead from Maine down into Jersey, or you know, Massachusetts down into Jersey because you know New York and New Jersey, Eastern PA is where most of the freight comes out of. I have taken loads out of Maine and uh, Vermont and, and, and upstate New York. Uh, but, you know, you just have to realize that the tolls are not all that bad. If you're not going into New York City, you can get to Boston from anywhere in the United States and probably pay, like, less than $30 in tolls. Well, man, if you're making... A rate that you should be making 30 bucks in tolls ain't that bad the the fuel tax structure up there is actually beneficial 64 cents in pennsylvania 50 some cents in connecticut um so your actual cost of fuel is not all that high the the pump price looks a little scary but their fuel taxes are so high that your your 
your after-tax cost of fuel is as cheap or cheaper than it is in Texas. But it just feels more stressful. Uh, well, that's that's that that's easily overcome. Just don't be stressed out about stuff that don't matter. We have a great opportunity in this in this business, and I've I've now experienced uh, three hot markets and two soft markets, and I'm more convinced than ever that in the soft markets I can make enough. And in the uh, boom markets like we're in now, good grief. Man, this truck's made, uh, you know, since the almost the end of March to the 1st of August, this truck's made like $120,000 or, or a little more. Uh, it's been crazy, and I haven't run all that hard. I mean, I've, I've had some weeks that I've done 3,000, 3,500 miles, but that's, I mean, that's... I mean, think about the company drivers that are running 3,500 miles every week, making $1,200 gross, and I'm running 3,000 miles a week, and I'm making 1,800 a week. So we've got to keep a good perspective, got to keep a good attitude. Don't be a princess. Don't, you know, don't cut your nose off to spite your face. If you don't want to run the Northeast... As a, as a matter of course, well, that's fine. Don't go up there every week. But don't don't leave money on the table. You know, I, I just, I mean, literally, I just went from West Virginia to New Jersey for 527 a mile and New Jersey to Pennsylvania for 976 a mile. You know, so I'm going to do the math real quick in my head. It was 331 and 28. $5,900 gross, and I drove maybe 900 miles. Well, I'll shoot. I'll run that all day long. Even if it was just 350 a mile both ways, I'll still do it. I'll still pay the tolls. I'll still deal with the traffic um, because the money's there. So, in closing, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Let me remind you that the email address is anamericantruckdriver at gmail.com. The website is www.anamericantruckdriver.com. You can find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash anamericantruckdriver, Instagram, anamericantruckdriver, and Twitter, Chris Polk 76 We'll see you next time.